0: bugs. Had to be bugs. The two remaining halflings crouch back to back, raising their weapons high against this seemingly never-ending torrent of glowing creatures. Their companion lies on the ground, unmoving, not forgotten, but there's nothing to be done. Not while the bugs keep coming. And, all at once, the lull in combat is over. A beetle pounces on them, its jaws closing on the leader's forearm. He cries out as his sword glances off his exoskeleton unable to find a spot between the plates while he's nearly blinded by the pain. With a sudden thud, a tiny stone cracks into the beetle's head and the giant insect falls limp to the side. The leader looks over at his companion, clutching his injured arm close to his body to try to staunch the bleeding and keep his sword arm free. He looks over just in time to see two of the beetles drive his would-be savior to the ground. She doesn't scream, though, As the pincers rip her to pieces, she never screams. The injured leader doesn't stop to take a breath. He doesn't even set his feet. He hurls himself, short sword first, at the beetles as they tear into his last remaining companion. swinging wildly, blind with desperate rage and the knowledge that no help is coming, the halfling chokes out a laugh. Perhaps they've made a dent in these horrible, glowing beast's numbers. Perhaps they've made an opening for whoever comes next. His eyes close. Quiet fills the chamber. Welcome. To part against the machine.
1: Pot against the machine.
0: Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the first podcast ever to be mentioned on this podcast. How's everyone feeling tonight?
2: All preparing to go for a swim, physically, emotionally, other ways you can prepare.
3: I am ready for the dark, soggy night of the soul.
4: I'm feeling worried about picking a character with a um, metal arm and only plus two to a
1: swim check.
2: Floating metal?
1: Oh, for sure. It probably actually helps. It's buoyant. Uh, yeah. The good news is when I take my armor off, I only have a minus one to swim. Same Zs. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I think Kira can drag most of us to shore, although also without armor would, would be, be better.
3: I mean, we do have water breathing. What's to say we don't just, you know, Virginia Wolf our pockets full of stones and walk across the bottom of the... It's a terrible turn of thought crossed my mind. <laughs> I believe you can, with 10 pounds of equipment, just basically
0: sink to the bottom and walk.
2: And we should be good to go.
0: Then, yeah.
1: I'll keep my chain <laughs> <team> shirt on.
0: <laughs> uh, well, before we get moving, why don't you all remind everyone uh, your names and what uh, the names of your characters are. Because we're only one episode in.
2: I feel like Jeff was first last time.
4: Forever first, yeah. I was kind of, yeah. I was waiting for us to go in the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm so should go first. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't
1: even see my nose goes. That's fine. Uh, yes, uh, as has been hinted, I am Jeff, and I am playing Asher Haliff. um I'm Zach, and uh, I'm
3: playing Brixby tail I'm Izzy, and
2: I'm playing Kira.
4: And I am still Juro, and I'm pretty sure I'm still playing Vargas. And I'm Sam, and I'm pretty much only going to play that gnome
0: from here on out. (laughs) Garrett knew he was the BBEG.
2: And the podcast, favorite.
1: He is all things good and bad now. (laughs) If he hadn't dumped his bag open, I would have assumed that he had Connor's body in it. He was a serial killer. (laughs) He still may be.
0: Um, So as a little bit of a recap of where we left things off, um, everyone rolled into town or uh, woke up in town Um, eight days after the famous torch, the blue flame atop the Black Hill in the town of Torch, uh, that pretty much the entire economy depends on, uh, went out inexplicably. Uh, Since that went out, um, a huge portion of the townsfolk have come down with these intractable headaches and another portion of the townsfolk and adventurers from outside have disappeared into a cave under the hill. Um, the town council, which is at this point reduced to just one member, um, the elderly dwarf Dolga Frederick, uh, is offering 4,000 gold to any adventurers who can relight the torch, and 4,000 gold to any adventurers who can bring back Connor Bain, a missing town councillor, long wizard who... Um everyone depends on to sort of manage relationships with the technically, and manage the town's water supply, uh, dead or alive. Uh, when we last left our party of would-be heroes, they were about to take a swim in a very, very inviting pool called the Weeping Pond. So without further delay, we join our heroes. Uh, standing
3: at the shore. So Brixby's just infin- uh, finished inflating his water wings um, on both arms, uh, looks up at the rest of the party. No, but honestly, um, is assessing his gear right now, looking for things that kind of throwing small uh, metal gadgets off of his uh, bandolier-style sort of pouches he has uh across his chest, assessing them before kind of tossing them in one of two piles, um, nervously looking at the lake. Uh, does it seem so the way that the lake or the pond is, does it abut to the the base of the mountain? Uh or is there a cave that we see? Or how, how does the the body of water, how is it positioned in, in respect to the mountain? Um, You can't see any cave from the
0: surface. There's sort of a little bit of a um, rocky outcropping uh, surrounding the Weeping Pond, um, which puts you lower than all the surrounding land. Um, And above that rocky outcropping, there are some sort of a line of dead trees, a, a road, and then the Black Hill itself. Um, so you're, you know, a little ways away from, from the hill, but you can see it, and since you're down so low, it, it looks all the more imposing. Uh, the pond does definitely seem to go out under the the cliff face in front of you, uh, but you can't see any cave from here, but the water is pretty murky and
3: gross. Well, um, it's hard to tell what I'm going to need, duh what I feel comfortable, getting wet. But from what we heard earlier, it seems like we should be prepared for nearly anything under there. Scoops up some of the instruments in the keep pile, starts reattaching them.
4: Vargas was going to uh, nod over to Asher and say, I've seen people with gear like yours before. Is it going to be okay wet?
1: Well, I certainly hope so. I can wrap it the best I can in my backpack, and, well, I believe luck will be on my side. He would like to sort of take a peek and look at, study the terrain as best as he can, and make a knowledge geography roll to see if he can kind of figure out the best path forward if that would be possible, maybe a shortest route, least amount of time in the water. Uh, 12 on the dice for a total of an 18. With an
0: 18, um, it it is really hard to see under the water, um, but you can sort of figure based on the water going into the cliff or under it, that That's probably going to be your, your underground cave is below there. Um, so you know, if you're over on that side, you'll probably be in the water for less time.
2: Before everyone sort of starts moving, I think Kira um, will assess the pond and then kind of stop people and be like, did people keep talking about this headache? Are any of you doing that whole thing?
3: Sam, do any of us have headaches?
4: Uh, no, you you feel fine. Argus will say that he's been sleeping bad, but he hasn't exactly had a headache.
2: Oh, yeah, me neither. Crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> these, these people, huh? George.
3: Well, I mean, it's not the first mention of it, right? Yeah, I mean, y- you've heard people have been having headaches. Uh, has this happened before, or is this... I don't spend much time in torch.
2: No, I mean, Olga said, or my mom said, this is, it's, I guess, been pretty bad. If she can't get out of bed, it's not normal.
3: Yeah, uh, I've not yet experienced it, but I'm sure that torch doesn't have its torch. Things don't function
1: right round here,
2: yeah, well, that's been true so far,
1: well, I, for one, would like to minimize the oh, hmm. I'll be honest, I'm a bit flustered and not a fan of the water. We have about six hours to breathe the water, and I'd hate to spend one of those hours here talking shop, as it were, perhaps we should just get on with it,. Uh,
3: Well put. Uh, Rixby's going to start attaching uh, his tail blade to his tail. Um, Just kind of attaching the leather straps, tightening it. He's going to keep everything else sheathed. Sort of preparing to go into the water.
2: Uh, Yeah, Kira will, I guess, pull off some shoes and wade on in.
0: All right, as you're uh, coming into the water, it is going to be a uh, swim check
3: to navigate while you're down in the water. Oh, boy. Um, Well, let's get this out of the way, then. Ooh, 16 on the die for a big 15 for Aqua Brixby.
2: Uh, 15 on the die for a 16 for Kira.
4: 8 on the die for a 10 for Vargas.
1: And Asher would uh, like to forgo a swim check in favor of trudging along the bottom.
0: Okay. So, Asher is able to trudge along the, the bottom and everyone else has managed to roll high enough that they are able to control themselves as they sink down into the water, Uh, and it's about 45 feet deep, until you can finally find along this edge a submerged waterway that's a a narrow, sort of 5-foot-long cavern. Let's see, I'm having some issues with... The lighting. Oh, Ooh, I see. Uh, the... Whoa, did go. that work?
4: Oh, I see my three tokens, but I don't see anything else. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see everything.
3: That's bold. I see everything. <laughs> Better
0: not see everything. That's where my seals are. Right.
1: right. Yep. There's the terrasque. Cyber terrasque.
0: So, those of you who can see, uh, find yourselves in a dark tunnel under the, um, through the stone that is about 5 feet wide and about 7 feet tall, and it seems to meander in and upwards a bit as you head in. We're gonna edit out this figuring out the lighting business.
1: I don't know
4: I think I might have figured out what it is. I think it might be the well, actually no Asher wouldn't have it either does doesn't have dark vision, so that's why it's not.
1: oh yes, Asher has dark vision, my friend
4: oh yeah. okay, so that would be why I can't see that, and everybody else can see now, so everybody else can see yep, yeah, yes,
1: okay. Did you forget to mention that Vargas has a. uh, For some somehow he woke up this morning with a poppet that glows. A
4: draining, (laughs) glowing poppet.
1: Inexplicably (laughs) shedding light like an ever burning torch. You know what's fun to
4: have the uh, light spell and not bother to prepare it because you didn't think you were going to be in a dark cave.
2: Ooh.
3: Ah, If only we knew we were going to be in a dark (laughs) cave. I'm sorry, that's unfair.
2: Moderately fair.
1: I mean, at least it's not the person who threw shade about none of us being prepared for an adventure. That would just be (laughs) (laughs) carverly awful.
4: This is true. It would be just horrible if uh, he had uh, said anything like that. (laughs)
1: That's right. Your backup character, uh, when you die in the dark, will be a cleric who can both heal
3: and cast light. It's true. A blossoming light cleric, Probably. Yeah, I like that idea.
2: Carry things to adventure.
4: Yeah, so I guess he's just doing his best to try to swim in a straight line, but I imagine he's probably kind of, like, veering off to the side, and hopefully somebody else notices that.
2: <laughs> Follow us out of my voice.
4: Under the water. Well, actually, I guess we can talk underwater with that spell. True. Uh, maybe you shouldn't go first. Perhaps someone who can see.
2: I can see, Uh, and I can percept.
0: It should be noted that the water that you can breathe in um, is absolutely disgusting. It tastes nothing like the town's water. It has this metallic and yet muddy taste um, that, you know, even though you can't smell underwater, you feel like you can smell it, and it doesn't smell great.
3: Ha! Ah, East Coast tap water. <laughs> Sorry,
4: half the pod. Vargas is gonna pull out a length of rope and hold it up and say, Unfortunately, I don't have Dark Vision. If anyone can see, can they grab this?
2: Kira uh, will take the other end.
4: Okay, so he'll just hang on to his end of that or actually he'll tie it around his waist so that he can feel what direction she's pulling it when we start moving again
2: yeah she'll do the same and then be very excited it's beginning we're such good friends already
3: the ties that bind eh, anyway um, he comes up behind the other two. It's, uh, third in marching order
0: Alright, and as you are coming up uh, through this narrow passage, the water is getting shallower and shallower, um, and there's space above the water where you, know, you can stick your head out and actually breathe air, which is a, a welcome relief. though the air in here is dank and smells of mold and, and vinegar. It's definitely breathable, but it, it's not pleasant. But it's better than the water.
2: Uh Okay, before we go any further, um, if we go further, assuming we're going further, I would like to roll a perception check. But I will discuss this with the party first. We should keep going, right? Because doesn't make sense to go back there.
3: Yeah, this doesn't seem like a good place to stop.
2: Okay. Um, let's see... An- 18 on the die, plus 7, perception, 25.
3: There
0: appears to be a glowing up ahead um, a little ways down the tunnel, and uh, some sound coming from there, Uh sound like the uh, skittering of little feet.
2: All right, I think there's probably something up ahead, maybe not huge, but also probably not super friendly. Um, everyone stay safe, and she will pull out her greatsword and proceed down the waterway. Can They can, like, walk right now. They're good to walk with their feet,
0: as opposed to swim. Brixby's still probably underwater for a little <laughs> ways, but everybody, everybody else can walk just fine,
3: and then in, in about 20 feet, Brixby can walk just fine, too. All right, Brixby will take out his rapier when he is able to find purchase for this little beans.
1: Asher will draw his strange metallic rectangle out of his pack, trying to shake any excess water off, opens the chamber, a little air out a bit, and readies.
0: And as you emerge from this narrow tunnel, you find yourself in a much wider cave with dampness hanging in the air, condensing into heavy moisture on the slick stone walls. The calm, dark waters you're walking through wind around to the east up north along a stony soot-scarred beach. A five-foot-high ledge sporting several stalagmites rises to the east, uh, beyond which a low-ceiling cave beckons and um, mincing about on, this, on the floor of this little cavern are three oversized glowing beetles which appear to um, notice you almost immediately and they look like they're heading your way. I'm gonna need everyone to roll for initiative.
2: Yeah, first combat. That's
3: a dirty 20.
4: I have a uh, clean 20, natural 20 on my uh, Norse Foundry uh, Fallen Star die. So that is a 22.
2: It's a 19 on the die, plus uh, a 5 for 24.
1: Wow, these rolls. Oh, don't worry. Bringing up the caboose. Rolling a natural 6 on the. Portal dice from Cozy Gamer days, CozyGamer.com uh, for a total of 10. Okay, well,
0: with well, little surprise here, Kira is up first with that 24.
2: Yeah, see, how far away are these guys? Uh, cool. Okay, so she is going to walk uh, or jog lightly down this little ravine hallway, to the closest of the glowing beetles.
0: Uh, uh, what? Hang on. When you're in the water, at least, that's a uh, difficult terrain, so each each square counts as two squares.
2: Got it, okay, so. Well, she's gonna move most of the way there. Or can I crawl out to, like, what is this? Um, is this like a walkway or dry land over here on the right side?
0: Um, you- Yeah, once you get up to uh, five feet further up than you are, then you're on land. Okay.
2: So that was, gosh, I don't even know, three squares I moved?
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
2: Uh, which is like six squares. So I think like here is about as far as I can get. Does that feel right?
0: Ah, yeah, that looks about right.
2: Okay, so still two-ish squares shy of the first guy. um, all right. Can I double move? Is that a thing here?
0: Yeah, you can.
2: Awesome. She used the rest of her movement to um, square up against the closest beetle, at least give him something to attack that isn't softer, smaller people behind her. Uh, And that's going to be my turn.
4: All right, we're on to Vargas. Okay, Vargas is also going to uh, double move to the north. To get up right behind Kira here, which you he said this is the last square that isn't land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he'll uh, get up to there with a double move to just the barely to the shore to the uh, south of the Beatles.
3: Okay. And we are on to Brixby. Let's see. Uh, Brixby will uh, move north. Uh, his full complement of movement and then again as well to go straight to the west of Vargas right on the shore.
1: Okay, and Asher. Asher will move up 5, 10, 15. And even though it's going to have a little bit of Cover. I imagine I am, Wow, well, and it's going to be outside of my first range increment. Still, is going to take a shot at the one beetle. Uh, I think against regular AC will be better than not having precise shot. and shooting at the one in front of Kira, so I'm going to take a shot straight ahead past Vargas at this beetle. That's a natural
0: 20. Okay, roll to confirm on what we're affectionately calling beetle number
1: two. Right. That's a natural 18. Uh, so a 23 against regular AC. That does confirm. Outstanding. <laughs> All right. Uh, and since it's within 30 feet, my point blank shot's going to give that extra... Plus one. This is going to be 4d8 plus 4, because pistols are a times 4 critical weapon.
2: Shoot that beetle so hard.
1: Ladies and gentlemen,
4: the level 1 gunslinger doing 4d8 damage in one hit.
1: (laughs) Yes, who will also be needing to spend an entire turn basically at the reload, but still 4d8 here. I happen to have 4d8 ready. Uh, an eight, six, three, and a 2 is 19 plus 4 for a total of 23 points of bludgeoning and piercing damage.
0: Well, uh, that beetle looks for a second like it's going to shake off the shot and then it actually just explodes in a delayed reaction as you Shot it so hard that its carapace wasn't even able to explode all at once. Did one of those action movie delay things?
1: Wow, that's the first time I've seen that happen before.
2: Seems like you got it under control. All
0: right, now the beetle in the back is going to get its turn, and we're going to uh, affectionately call this one Ringo. <laughs> And it's going to fly 5, 10, 15, 20. And it's going to attempt to bite the half orc lady that it comes to first. I don't think an eight's gonna do it though, is it?
2: No, but she's pretty grossed out. I like, can call that like a half a will save.
0: All right, well, um, Ringo, having failed to strike his target, is uh, going to turn it over to George Harrison, who's going to take a bite at the same target. That is a 19 to hit.
2: 19 will do it.
0: Okay, George Harrison breaks out his sit again. and
1: does one damage with the bite. Mm, that gently weeps.
4: Oh, I was going to make that chill. Now, the one we killed was Pete Best, right? <laughs> yeah, Pete Best
0: is the one who never even got a turn. And we are back around to Akira, who just got horribly, terribly chomped for a whole
1: HP of damage.
2: Mangle. Okay.
1: Probably drink that potion.
2: <laughs> She'll hang on to it for a little while longer.
1: Let's say drink all of them.
2: Uh, okay, so she is going to... Let's see. Uh, Let's keep it simple and go for the one right in front of her Uh, with greatsword. Okay. Um, That's a 10 plus 5, 15 to hit.
0: Uh, 15 will hit.
2: Awesome. 8 plus 6, 14 points of damage. Yes.
0: All right, and this beetle is sliced in half, and the two halves fall to either side. The beetle is dead.
2: Well, that's my turn. Although, again, looks kind of grossed out. Just, ew.
4: (laughs) Alright, Vargas is up. Okay, so to step out of this square, is that uh, difficult terrain? You're still in difficult terrain, yeah, so it's Yeah, so it can't do a, uh, full round action. Uh, so he is going to take a step north up to this last beetle, and he is going to take a swing at it with his metal arm. That is, uh, 19. Uh, 19 will hit. Hey,
0: poor poor Ringo.
4: And that is going to be max damage, so that is 8 points of damage.
0: Down goes the third and possibly most beloved of all beetles. So, uh, you guys have won the fight. Um... The beetles had a grand total of 12 HP, just to let you know, so you killed them about four times over. (laughs) Super dead. We are out of initiative. Uh, Now, it may be of note that these beetles are still glowing, though they are dead. um, The carcasses shed about 10
3: feet of light. Uh, Can we roll a retroactive check on these creatures? Yeah, it'd be a uh, knowledge nature. Which I do not have. Anyone else does? Do I? Well, in lieu of knowing anything, Brixby's going to uh, clean off the rapier as the only combatant that didn't land a blow or kill one of them. And, uh... <clears throat> Sort of clear his throat, look down and be like, Well, then, uh, handle that heartily. Um, moving forward, steps out of the water.
4: Vargas is gonna reach down and tear the leg off one of them and hold it up like a torch. Just like that, Vargas
0: is glowing. So, let me just give you 10 feet of light.
1: Asher will reload. I set it on air.
0: And so you find yourself in a room that's half water and half not. It smells bad. (laughs) All that good stuff. Looks like there's a few different ways out of here. Uh,
2: Do you think if we just shout Connor's name, he'll hear us?
1: Considering the warnings we were given about things that might be blending into the walls may not be best to announce our presence. But we also heard of many parties making their way through here. Perhaps there are some tracks we can follow. And i to do a quick survival check. For a total, that's right, total of an eight. Did anybody happen to leave signs, like a, a large sign with an arrow pointing? Um, with an eight, you can tell that
0: Feet of some humanoids have definitely stepped on this beach. You have no idea when, and you can't really tell which way they went.
3: So we can see a, a passage leaving the the beach zone to the east, and then at the where the beach terminates to the north and goes back to water, uh, kind of around. That corner, there's possibly something. We just see that the water continues on in that way. And then slightly to the northwest, we're beginning to see uh, like some hole in the wall. Is that correct? Yep, that's right. Now the
0: passage out to the east is up a um, five-foot ledge, so it's a little bit of a climb.
2: Is that where the sand on the map changes color? That's the ledge?
4: Yeah. So it's a ledge up or a ledge down? Oh, it's up, sorry. Okay.
2: It seems like the closest way without getting back in the water. And, you know, it seems like some of us don't love water, so... I vote east.
3: Right. It, um... doesn't bode particularly well for, uh, an allegedly high-trafficked area to have, uh multiple beasts such as this just out roaming. I am, but all the more reason for us to possibly take this
1: first passage to the right. Agreed. We know Connor hasn't been seen in two days, so it may not be a clear indication given the time, but I do approve of Curious suggestion, I believe she may have been speaking about me and my aversion to water, but, but perhaps not, shouldn't assume.
2: Specific.
4: The people who have been coming in here so far aren't seasoned adventurers, they're townsfolk. They most likely would have taken the path of least resistance. That seems like this path here to the east
3: seems logical uh so who first um i I have some skills uh scouting dark narrow passages sort of my daily lick
2: if you want to go first I can like boost you up there
3: that would be much obliged All right
0: if you want to lift um Bricks be up, he can uh, skip the climb check
3: that I was going to make it. Thank you. <laughs> Would have been embarrassing. <laughs> uh, plops down. Everybody else will need a,
0: a climb check to make the five feet, though. It's a little too high to just be a gimme. It's
2: a eight I'm going to die. Four, eight,
0: nine. Okay, a nine is enough to get up. Four for a
1: Six. Six is also enough. Given that I seem to have at least 10 feet of running start, could I try and just acrobatics jump up there, or will you uh, demand a climb? If you'd like, but I I can't promise that there's no lava on the other side of it for (laughs) jumping. You know, I'm going to take my chances, he famously said. Uh thirteen on the dice for a fifteen with his soggy armor on.
0: And impressive display of athleticism. Uh Asher manages to hop the five foot ledge and leap up into the next room.
2: It's like a box jump.
0: And uh, now that you're all in this chamber you find a collection of stalactites and stalactites choking this low ceiling cavern making it difficult to squeeze between them. Uh, matching stalactites close in from the five-foot ceiling, giving the impression of a maw of needle-like teeth bearing down on one another. There is a dead half-orc body sprawled out on the far end of the cavern.
2: Does he look familiar?
0: Uh, that would be a she. She? She? She is familiar to Kira. This is the body of Pardagar.
2: Um, Kira will rush on over there. Or, yeah, here, there, where the body is. Um, You're
0: afraid of the eastern edge of the room.
2: And I guess, narratively, we'll freak out and try and wake her up. Um, out. can I do. I guess like a heel check to see if she's breathing. Uh yeah, sure. You definitely said dead. Did you say dead? Or you said unconscious?
0: She looks pretty dead, but you can roll a you can roll a heel check.
2: Yeah, she's she's concerned. Uh that's thirteen,
0: fourteen. Uh with a fourteen to heal, you are definitely sure she's dead and she has multiple stab wounds, uh, from some kind of a small blade.
2: I- she used to live in town with us. I... I didn't know she came down here. She's definitely dead.
3: Yeah. Kira, I'm so sorry. We get the names of Connor's group? Ah, uh, no, they, they didn't give you the names. Yeah, she said a group of halflings. She mentioned some thugs heading down here, some devotees of Bri, and then... Connor, and a group of semi-seasoned adventurers. Um, but yeah, Brixby will kind of put his paw on um, Kira's knee and in that really, like, kind of awkward, don't-know-how-to-console somebody because you lack the people skills sort of way and go, uh, Kira, I'm sorry.
2: Um, it's okay. It's She's... It's fine. Thanks. Whatever did this, it wasn't those beetles, right? They don't stab people, I don't think.
3: Well, none of you really gave them a chance to show what they could do. (laughs) He realizes the joke isn't really going to land right
2: now. Not now.
3: Um, I don't know if we should... Possibly, uh, bring her body closer to the water to make it easier to bring her out later. No one should be left like this. No one should be left dead in a cave. He looks really serious.
2: Um, yeah, I would like to take her home if I can. I, I don't know if I can lift her. Can I lift her?
0: Yeah, you can you could lift her up. Um, you'll be encumbered while you're carrying her.
2: Yeah, uh, I think she'll take her, um, and then go back to the edge of the ledge, and kind of lay her out in a way that is <laughs> better than having died <laughs> in the sand.
4: It's just roll her over.
3: Just kind
2: of roll her into the water. <laughs>
4: uh, Vargas is actually gonna. S- step up, and he's going to, like, pick up the feet and help you carry her over. And he'll say, uh, she appears to have died a warrior's death. She deserves a proper burial.
2: She, She would think it's so cool that you said that, I think.
1: Yes, I'm sorry for your loss.
3: All the more reason for us to be on our guard.
2: Yeah, let's, um, Let's find Connor, and hopefully whoever did this to her.
0: After uh, depositing Parda's body, which is already stiff and has has clearly been dead for a couple days now, back on the the beach for easier transport later, are you heading back um, through the east end of this cave? Yeah, I think we're going to progress east through the cavern. All right. So we had a, another branch over here in the. Heading out the eastern end of the cavern here, um, the dark cave opens up um, and the ceilings rise to 20 feet high. and the rocky shore here overlooks the placid pool of the stream, fed by a trickle of water leaking down from a narrow fissure in the wall to the north. A small garden of toadstools and mold go- grow among its banks. Uh, But as all of you come in to this room, you see a strange stout frog-like creature um, sitting on the banks of the water Yeah, with a cone of light shooting out of its (laughs) iridescent eyes. And as um, the cone of light falls upon you, I'm going to need everyone to make a fortitude save.
2: Some warning before you throw things on the screen.
4: It's like a wonder of Resident Evil. It's a
3: nine, coach. That's a big nine. (laughs)
1: Oh,
4: me too.
2: Aw, buddies. Buddies. Uh, It's a 22 for Kira.
4: 21 for Vargas. Plus four for...
0: Okay, so there's... There's good news and there's bad news. The good news is that Kira and Vargas are totally fine, um, and they're free to act as normal. The bad news is that Asher and uh, Brixby, as they first come into contact with this cone of light coming from this creature's eyes, find that they can't see anything any longer. They are blind. Remember when I said everyone would probably survive episode one? (laughs) Episode two might be a little bit dicier. Everybody roll for initiative.
3: Hold on, let me throw on the blinded condition before I roll my initiative. Uh, Asher, I think that affects our... Oh, yay.
2: This will be fine.
3: The blinded gunslinger, I think,
1: is going to be very effective. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's less fine.
1: I can only hope so.
2: Um, That is a total 20 for Kira. Uh, And I think as she, because I forgot to mention this last time, as she prepares for this, uh, it looks like she's going to roll like a 15 initiative and then um, a little black scorpion with a pink bow tie and tail like crawls from under her hair and just kind of settles on her shoulder. Um... Where, Scor- where this scorpion was during their swim, none can say, but it'll be like a fun mystery to unravel later.
1: Ooh. All right.
3: Oh, boy. Um, all right, so Blinded does not affect her initiative. Oh, my bad. Which is good, because I rolled a four for a
4: seven. And uh, Vargas got a natural 19 really liking this new die for a uh, 21
1: a uh, natural 16 on the order 937 dice from work and see game works uh, for a adjusted 20 wow um, so who's got the higher bonus between Kira and launcher pretty sure Kira does I have a plus 4 Yeah, plus five. All right. So Vargas
4: is up first. I was not expecting that. Uh, Not used to having the highest initiative. I guess I'm just going to move up towards these things. Is that going to be diagonal the entire way? That looks pretty diagonal. Every diagonal past the first, it counts as a double move, right? Alternating, so it's 5, 10, 5, 10. Every other diagonal, so that's 5, but then that would be 15. Uh, So Vargas is going to move uh, northeast towards this uh, thing. So 20, and then that would be 30. I can get to just to it with my movement. And he's going to take a swing at it with his metal arm. And natural one, I no longer like that die.
2: Why is it back on the screen?
0: Let's just show you what he's trying to punch. <laughs> showing up to kill Vargas. And Vargas takes a swing, and it is pink, and it is stocky, and it has teeth. It's a horrible frog, monster, glowy-eye thing. And Vargas misses, we are to Kira. Uh,
2: okay, let's see. Yeah, give him the diagonal thing, and I'm one square away. So I don't think I will be able to make it there with my normal movement. I'm going to get rid of that thing on my screen because it's scary. Although, I don't know, it's kind of cute. It's pink. That's that's nice. I just wish it didn't emerge from the screen. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to double move over to just walk right up to the thing across the beach. Can they get me, like, next to it?
0: Uh, With a double move, you can get next to it, yeah. Okay,
2: Uh, I will do that. And that'll be my turn. Uh, Let me stand here so other people can get to it. Here, next to it-ish.
0: Okay, and Asher totally knows where this creature is, and he shoots
1: and kills Vargas. Ah, way to steal my thunder. Uh, He will uh, move, and because part of the fun thing about being blinded is if you try and move any faster than half speed, you have to, you know, roll an acrobatics check or you fall prone. Uh, And that just sounds fun, so I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try and move my regular speed, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... Eastward in into the cave and towards where I briefly saw this creature and it's shiny shiny mouth uh, So I'm gonna roll that DC 10 acrobatics check with a plus two modifier And yes Yes, that's a 14 in the die. I do not fall prone And because I'm just feeling lucky, you know, I, I, I got crit I've got a 50% chance to even hit this thing if I shoot at it. I'm going to take my chances. Uh, I am within my 25 feet range increment uh, because of my roving range trait. i get an extra 5 feet to my range. I'm going to take a shot blindly at ah, this super cool creature. Uh, going back to the portal dice paid off with a natural 19. That is a 24 against touch AC that will hit if you can hit the concealment. Let's try. I'm going to say 51 or higher is a success. And that is a 71. So I successfully hit. Huzzah. So for a D8 plus 1, thank you. One blank shot. The blind gunslinger Hit him for six points of damage. Nice. Did it hit? (laughs) Did I get it?
2: Good good job.
1: Awesome. How lucky I am.
0: This creature is going to howl with uh, rage, and it's going to go wild on the two people standing in front of it. So let's start with a bite at... That is an 8 to hit. That is a miss. Alright, he's gonna get a claw as well. Natural 1, so that definitely hits. And Kira gets the second claw. Ooh, that's a little better. That is a 20 to hit.
2: False hit. Right. For one damage again.
0: No, this time it is two damage. This thing is very serious. Acceptable. It's gonna take a five foot step back into the water. And we
3: are up to Brixby. Um... Yeah, I mean, I know what I could optimally do in this situation. But, I mean, candidly, Brixby just met everybody in his party. He's blind. He doesn't know anybody well. He agreed to kind of go into a cave with a bunch of mercenaries like he's done plenty of times before. But honestly, he's freaking out. He's going to move, I'm going to say 10 feet north, um, which is just half of his movement speed to not make an acrobatics roll. Drawing his rapier and just sort of pointing in all directions. Um, I don't think mechanically he would try to orient himself or charge into battle. He's scared. So that's the whole of his turn. Alright, Vargas
0: is
4: back up. Alright. Vargas is, uh, for the first time going to be using his, uh, spell combat. Uh... So he is going to be able to cast a spell and attack on the same turn as long as he doesn't move. So the first thing he does, you see him uh, clench his left arm and he has a a very intricate Gorum tattoo uh, spiraling around his forearm and it starts to glow. And as it glows, his right metal arm all of the uh, metal strips and bars, like almost look like they're starting to fall apart. And the arm stretches out to twice as normal length as he casts long arm on himself, which, with his extra five feet of reach, he will then swing out again at this creature in the water. Awesome. That is a little better. Still not sure if that's going to hit. That's going to be at 15. 15 doesn't do it. Uh, so Wings Out just kind of splashes off to the left of it. And that will be the end of his turn. All right. Kira um, is up.
2: Okay. Kira um, will first turn to Vargas and be like, oh my gosh, I love your tattoo. Um, same, same sort of in gesture to her own tattoo. Uh, and then I think, let's see. And she's going to take a step forward, which is probably going to put her in difficult terrain if she steps off the beach. Here. Okay. Um. Yep, she's going to do it anyway. Let's do a five-foot step toward the frog thing. Um, and then just try and swing at it with her greatsword. 13 on the die, plus... I cannot remember any of the numbers. What is that? Uh, plus five, so 18 is a hit.
0: Uh, yeah, that hits.
2: And that is 6 plus 2 plus 6, 12, 14. Ooh. Uh, 14 points of damage on the frog pick.
0: All right, the horrible frog monster thing is looking pretty rough now. It is still up, but it's bleeding profusely from a horrible stab
1: wound into the water. Asher, our blind cleanse leader, is up. So he's still blind. That was going to be my first question, Enough. if it was one round, or? No, it's it's a little longer than one round. Permanently neat. Uh, Permanent blindness. Yep. Love that, level one. Uh, unfortunately, despite his, his heroic so far, he does need to spend his standard action reloading, so he's going to kind of blindly grab off his bandolier, uh, one of his bullets that he's made. Chamber it into the gun, and just for he doesn't even really know that things move. He's gonna stand there and say, "Well, is, is it still up?"
2: Yeah, but it looks like super bad.
1: Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. Good work, Tim. And that's his halter. All right,
0: and uh, Vargas's long arm has saved him the brunt of this creature's full attack. Uh, Kara is sadly about to get the claw claw bite. Claw bite. And claw number claw number one is an eight. I'm guessing that doesn't do it.
2: Does not do it.
0: And another eight. So this die is going in the garbage because it's clearly waiting to roll threes. And we have the twenty-one for the bite. Yeah,
2: so it's a good strong bite.
0: we got a solid four damage this time around.
2: Hey, that, that's gonna bruise at the least.
0: And this creature will once again take a step, five foot step in the water. And Brixby is back up.
3: Uh, Brixby is still blind. Um, he's going to sort of come in control of his uh, he's a bit more. Um, hearing combat is going to stagger another half of his movement speed to the northeast and then east. Um, and kind of sensing that he's near right now. He's, uh, north of Asher and southwest of Fargus. Sensing that he's near the party, he's gonna stop and, uh, ready in action, uh, to attack if he gets attacked. All right.
4: We're back around to Vargas with the super long robot arm. Yeah. So, uh, would it be swimming in here or would it still... I would just be like waiting. I'd still be standing. You'd still be standing. So Vargas is going to take a step forward, wade out into the surf, uh, still keeping his distance of 10 feet from this creature. And I'm going to try my Clockwork Dragon D20 this time, because I got two misses in a row on the other one. And that's also going to be a miss, unless somehow a 15 doesn't hit, but an 8 does. oh uh, no, an 8 will not do it. So that's it, then he just uh, splashes against it again, maybe like the refraction in the water, like he can't quite hit where he's aiming. And that'll be his turn. All right, Kira is up.
2: Cool, All right. Um, Kira's looking slightly less chipper uh, than she was when they came in, but is pretty determined to uh, avenge her friend and solve the mystery. So perhaps event against her better judgment and take one more five foot step into the water toward the frog guy. Um, can I still swing from here?
0: Yeah, you can swing from there, but you actually had to take a move action because that's difficult.
2: Oh, right, okay, cool.
0: Not that it really matters at this level. Uh,
2: That's not great, that's going to be a 16
0: to hit. A 16 would hit, except that he's got some cover from hiding in the water. Let's do it. So it's actually not going to do it.
2: Um. She looks disappointed and confused, and ends her
1: turn. Asher, we're back around to you. Yeah, Asher, and he, he can't see. And he hears all his teammates going to splash around ground in the water. And he'll move up next to Brixby, and say, Well, I, and he'll kind of reach down and, and, and pat at the soggy fur. let see believe you and I are in the same boat. Uh, although, obviously, not in a boat, we're here in a cave. But, you know, it's, it's a figure of speed, trying them out. Uh, in either case, we can't see. I don't know how much use I can be. And uh, he'll also ready in action. If for some reason this creature decides to shamble up, you know, right next to me, Ash is going to shoot Yeah.
0: All right. The little beastie is going to swim his way up between uh,
4: Kara and Vargas. Uh, question on that. Would that provoke since I have reach now? Uh, it's a five-foot step for him because he has... Oh, he's five foot. Oh, because he has... Uh, he's got to swim Swimming. Step So close. Dang.
0: Uh, so that is going to be a 21 to
4: claw Vargas. That is definitely a hit.
0: Okay, that's going to be the minimum, two damage. And he's going to Claw Vargas again. That is a 20 this time. That is also a hit.
2: Real good at that, so... The
0: minimum again, rolling garbage, two more damage. The big
4: fight is going to go for Cure. That is a 23. That'll do it. Now, you switch those dice back.
2: Yeah, what, <laughs> what happened to the low dice?
0: Uh, that is four damage.
2: Oh, okay. It does not look good.
4: He's going to say Kira's down eight, I think.
2: Kira's down 11.
4: Oh. Oh. Kira's got to be wobbling at this point.
2: Yeah, it's a, a great time.
3: It's on Brixby, the blind man to save the day. Alright, uh, back on my turn, my ready to action has not gone off. I am readying the same standard action that if I sense uh, this creature is within striking distance or attacks me that I do attack it. Um, as a free action at the end of my turn, um, Breakthrough is going to shout to his teammates. Um, Not to say your prowess, but I think that thing can fight better in the water than either of you. Perhaps get back on land. We can surround it. And then I'll be at cruiser. All right, we're
4: back up to Vargas. And Vargas will say, the rat's right. We have to drop back on the land. And he's going to back up. Uh, I'm leaving this one. So would that be uh, a five foot, or would that be considered uh, movement? Because I'm leaving difficult.
0: Yeah, leaving difficult terrain I think counts as a move action.
4: Okay, then he's gonna get an uh, AOO. That's a twenty-three. Yep, that's a hit.
0: Well, it. Gets you
4: with the chance of max damage, five damage. Whoop. Uh, so, after stepping back then, he is going to pull out that, uh, potion, but he can't do anything else with it this round because he needs the rest of a turn. But I am going to pull it out into my hand, the, uh, potion of Cure Life, and that will be his turn. And Kira is up once more.
2: Um, she has heard Brixby's advice barely, just through the ringing of her ears, and will also, um, I think it probably makes most sense, just disengage, can I do that, can you disengage and move, is that the same thing?
0: You can, what's called a full withdrawal, yeah. it, it's a full round action, but you can move up to twice your speed.
2: Okay, um, okay, so then she will just leave and assume this doesn't have combat reflexes, but let me know if I'm wrong. We'll take a regular movement.
0: With a full withdrawal, it doesn't get the uh, attack of opportunity.
2: I'll do a regular movement and assume that this doesn't have combat reflexes and can't hit me also. Could be wrong. Bet. She will step back um, beside Vargas. and Maybe not in front of Asher, though so I guess the other side of Vargas, um, and also prepare to or pull out the potion for later drinking. And that's my turn.
0: Okay, we're up to Asher, and sadly no one has shouted at him that he has a clean shot at the beast.
4: <laughs> oh, Wait, speaking of free action, Vargas is going to yell, we're out of the way.
1: But which way should I point it? Directly north. Using his keen sense of direction, he'll know that north is directly in front of him. And tempting fate, he will shoot. I and mean, there's nobody in melee range. This is this is prime gunsling. Uh, so an eight on the dice is going to bring it up to a fourteen against touch.
0: Oh, a 14 will not hit Tush because he has cover from the water.
1: I don't know. Uh, it looks like maybe I'm a little bit higher. she get a higher ground. But that's fine. <laughs> and for the first time this podcast, Asher misses. It won't be the last. Did, did I get it?
2: Uh, yes. Good job.
1: Oh. Outstanding. Thank you, Kira. She's humoring you. Aim lower. Oh getting conflicting information.
2: Well, you hit it in spirit.
1: That yeah, is not going to move.
0: It seems a little bit conflicted on this one, because on the one hand, that was terrifying. On another hand, it is bleeding badly. But On the other hand, it's got a lot of hands. You look at this thing.
1: Those, those feet are like God. hands. Stop blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should have bite, claw, 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 tail slap. We should be getting five attacks, probably. You're right. Good good point. You don't forget
0: Rend in there. Maybe when the advanced version of this guy comes out in a couple of... I
4: was just like, looking at that, and uh, there were some jokes made before we started the podcast of fighting a juvenile terrorist. What <laughs> uh, Looks a little bit like one, I'll give you that.
0: He's going to step up and go for a full attack at Vargas. So this is this is dangerous territory. Awesome. Gonna be rough. Yeah, this is a very dangerous.
4: 21 on the first claw. That is a hit. Uh, two damage. Okay, Vargas is at exactly uh, zero. Oof. Oh, uh, that's a natural 20 on the second claw. That's also a, definitely going to be a hit. 21 to confirm. That is a confirm. 14 AC. Now. So that is five damage. Okay, Vargas is unconscious, but uh, oddly enough, he is not dying. As soon as he goes down, he seems to stabilize on his own. Oh, that's good. All right, but as um, Vargas crumbles to the ground, the creature is not going to
0: press its attack. It's going to wait for the next round. Brixby
3: is up. Uh, so Brixby, up until this point, has shown, a, maybe not cowardice, but caution in the fight, but he does hear the unmistakable sounds of a combatant going down. And whether it's the heavy, junky metal arm hitting on the ground or some sound of physical pain before Vargas' collapse, is going to step up and he's going to attempt a crazy emotional full attack against the creature um, with uh, with concealment. Um, so taking a step to the north. More- um, Brixby's gonna occupy the square in front of Asher and to the left of Vargas and take a full attack. Um, first with the Rapier. That is a 19 on the die, Coach. Um, which is a critical threat. Uh, so I'm gonna roll it again. Uh, that's, that's, that's not confirmed. That's in 5 plus 4, 9 to confirm, unfortunately. So... Alright, roll, uh, concealment. Oh, yeah. That's there. High is better if you don't announce otherwise. That is a 46, so that would miss anyway. Um, All right. And with the tail blade, so this is a negative one. That is an 11 to hit. Uh, 11 is not going to do it. All right. Yeah, Brixby, um, up until this point, has not made a, a an attempt at um, a martial advance on an enemy, but you see him sort of go for broke, uh, swinging his rapier and tail blade, uh, emotionally and missing.
1: actually did not see that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> Vargas is going to take another point of damage to bring him to negative 6, and suddenly you see his eyes snap open, and from the ground he is going to take a swig at this thing, which I imagine I'm going to get a penalty for that, right, from attacking from prone. I believe it's minus 2 to attack from prone. Okay, so I'll just be a plus 1. Uh, that is an 18. 18 will hit. Okay. So that's is... oh, that's only gonna be three points of damage. Three
0: points of damage is enough. Why don't you narrate Vargas's dramatic execution of this creature?
4: Uh, basically, he goes down the turn before, comes around to him again, his eyes snap open, He swings, hits it, and then they both collapse. He goes back unconscious, and it falls into the water and dies. Nice. Very nice. And that is uh, one of his uh, starting traits called Broken Not Beaten. And it's also the one that lets him auto-stabilize. Once a day, when he's under zero, he can take one more point of damage to wake back up for one, work, one turn. He's staggered, so he can only do an action or a move. But that was enough for now. Well, with very dramatic timing and
0: a pretty perfect use of that particular ability, I'm gonna go ahead and award you a Sky Medal, which mm. is our version of a hero point. Good for plus four on any d20 roll. So congratulations on your Sky Medal and on defeating this horrible, horrible creature. Just one last look at
3: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good.
3: Uh, so wait, are we still blind? You are still blind. Fuck, uh, sorry, uh, we're blinded by the light. Oh gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah, party's not in great shape. Uh,
3: yeah, I, so Brixby then will just be, instead of, uh he was say? Uh, Vagus, Vagus, kind of extend his arms out, uh, turning to the right and left.
4: He is uh, out cold.
2: I think he's really hurt.
4: He does have his uh, potion laying on the ground next to him because he didn't have any of his yeah. and he went down. <laughs>
1: Oh, but Bricksby can't see any steps on it. It shatters.
3: <laughs> Ooh, it breaks, and I drop mine, too, and it breaks. And all the liquid from both of them goes to the creature, and
0: it, oh, it's back up.
1: <laughs> Bummer. I, you know, you hate to see it happen. Thankfully, Asher can't see it happen.
3: Rules of the game. <laughs> oh <my God.
2: laughs> okay, so Kira can still see. Um, doesn't look great, but is okay enough to, like, go over to Vargas and give him the potion? Can she do that? Yeah. Great. So, uh, yeah. Checking. She was seconds from freaking out, having seen, like, a, one of her new BFFs go down. Um, and then he, like, woke up and killed the thing. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then he goes back unconscious and she's like, oh, right, Um, She will go over, take the potion, and, like, force-feed it to him you like, we, we still have to talk about tattoos, though. Remember?
0: <laughs> and that's a 1d8 plus 1 healing. Either of you can roll it.
2: Feeling lucky? I mean, that last shot was pretty lucky.
4: So is she rolling, you said?
2: That... Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I have the dice in my hand. Um, six plus... What did you say it was? 1d8 plus... Plus 1. Oh, seven.
4: Well, that puts me at one. <laughs> so, I am awake. Whoops, I just added seven lethal instead of removing it. Hot. Oh no, he's dead. Ah, oh, it counts. It's <laughs> damage.
1: It. Hermit effects.
4: <laughs> so,
0: Vargas, you snap awake with one HP. The creature is dead in the water right, right by you, or bleeding to death.
4: Yeah. Imagine, like, uh,. Like, when that ability activates, like, it's sort of like he's, like, acting on... Like, he was not awake for that, so he snaps up, like, Where is it? Did we win? Is it dead?
2: Are you kidding? Did you not... Ah, it was so cool. Okay, so, like, we were fighting it, and, and it came and it bit you, and then you passed out, and I was like, oh my god, no! But then, but then you woke up again, and you don't remember that at all? You hit it, and now it's dead. Are you okay?
4: Been worse.
2: We can probably... Guys, just... It's dead.
4: Can you... All
3: right. Oh. Um, good work, everyone. You don't sound great. Um, and he sighs a little under his breath and removes his potion. Just sort of waves it wildly around.
4: You need this. Uh, Vargas will accept the, uh, potion. He'll... Take it out of his hand, he'll say, Thank you, small uh-huh. rat man. Like you can tell, he is not bothered to learn Brooksby's <laughs> name Oh, that's a D8 or D? Oh, whoops. It's
3: just, it's, I didn't put the cap on and I spilled it all out. Blind, dumb rat man. Oh, I am. No, he, uh, i That's a
4: D8 plus one, right? Yeah. Uh, indeed. Yeah. Do you want to roll it?
2: Yeah. Ooh,
4: nice. That is seven.
2: Uh Kira will take I guess the potion she was carrying and also do that. Um also seven.
0: Nice. Getting good
4: rolls on those D eights.
2: My thing. Super embarrassing to die.
4: He'll say uh, are you two can either of you see yet?
1: No. No no I I can't see a thing. But he'll still blindly uh reload.
3: Yeah, this is, uh, that's, sounds very cool, what you're doing right now, with our sight. The clicky-clacky. Uh,
4: Brigsby's gonna sit
3: against the wall, honestly. He's a little freaked out, that he can't see.
4: Yeah, how long have we, like, how long have we been down? Oh, down in this cave? Yeah, uh, probably half an hour or so. Okay, so we're still well within our six hours. Yeah. So uh, Vargas will say, we we can't continue forward like this. We should rest at least for a little bit to see if you two regain your sight. Maybe an hour at the most. If it doesn't seem like you're getting back, we may need to return to town.
3: I would agree.
1: I appreciate you waiting. I'll come now. I'm, I'm all for waiting an hour or so, but be remiss to return so soon. I'd rather return to get our eyes fixed than get my body raised.
2: You did just burn through three or four uh, healing potions.
1: Yeah, you should probably spend a resolve point to uh, get all your stamina back. We're not that far along in this adventure yet.
4: So this may be as close as you ever get to a Starfinder. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah. laughs> this is secretly a Starfinder AP the entire time.
1: Surprise, listeners! Episode two reveal. <laughs> I'm
3: an envoy. That's why I'm this useless. Uh, No, really. The uh,
2: so one Starfinder uh, yeah. game ever played. <laughs>
3: Brixby's, yeah, Brixby's going to sit against the wall. He's freaking out a little bit um, just because, honestly, his his capacity for perception, his ability to scout and see what's going on is a huge part of his survivability and his contribution to the group.
4: Um, so,
3: yeah, he's uh, pretty unsettled.
4: And it's going to freak him out, especially, like, Probably, like, as a first-level character, like, if he's been in fights before and he's been hit by something, it's probably worn off after a few seconds. Like, the fact that we're five minutes into this and he still can't see has got to be kind of freaking him out a little.
3: Definitely. Or partying, or, sorry, uh, adventuring without a cleric or any other sort of healing-inclined individual.
4: Yeah, that's why Vargas is worried. You reminded to go back like get restoration cast on him if that permanent block puts.
1: They'll be doing a lot of dishes for the Temple of Bray. We could bear, we couldn't afford a single potion, but they're going to cast resto on us for free. I was
4: gonna say I don't think even, I don't think lesser restoration cures blindness. I think you need full on restoration, don't you? Oh, you can do cure blindness
3: deafness. Which is a second or third level arcane
4: spell. It's the same level as whatever blindness is. I think that's second.
1: Yeah, I think so. Does anyone have the arcane knowledge to learn more about our condition?
4: And I don't, oh, do I have Naruto? No, I didn't take out.
1: I do have no knowledge Arcana if that will
3: help. Uh, if you want to roll a knowledge arcada for the brief glimpse of the creature you did get. Yeah. Uh, I guess I was canonically in the front when this did happen, so if anyone did get a glimpse of this...
4: You could run your hands all over it, too. Yeah,
3: but unfortunately, that's a six on the die, so plus five, that would be an 11. For
0: me. Yeah, that's that's not even enough to recognize
3: the creature under... Such circumstances. Yeah, I'd say that Brixby got such a tiny glimpse before he went blind that he wouldn't even be able to tell you what it looks like.
0: Sadly, everyone else has gotten a pre- or everyone but Asher's got a pretty good look at it.
2: My, <laughs> my trust in you as a DM and a person, rapidly withering.
0: I promise that there will be other cuter monsters later.
2: I'm just going to leave it up there. Because every time I try and close the window, it comes back.
0: <laughs> All right, so everybody's just sort of hanging out in this room for a little bit to see if the vision comes back. You, um, sighted individuals doing anything uh, while they're waiting?
4: Uh, Fargus is going to search the creature. It looked pretty naked, but maybe it's got something in its stomach or something. Uh, The creature doesn't appear to have anything. It's definitely
0: uh, just a a beast of sorts that is not clothed. Um, It has what looks like the tattered shreds remaining from a leather hood um, sort of hanging around its head, and there's a brand on its back.
3: Um, Do you happen to read Undercommon? Do not... I do, but I don't read anything right now, (laughs) unless it's in Braille. (laughs) Then just bring it over, and I'll run
4: my fingers over it. It's a brand. Could you run his hand over it and like tell what it felt like?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just read out loud to you, and you.
4: Though I wouldn't recognize it was under common to call him over, though. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all Vargas does.
2: Uh, Yeah, Kira will check on everyone else, I guess blinded people and be like you still blind right do you want like a there's nothing here I can bring you like a frog corpse
0: well there is um a much more decomposed body um in the pool sort of stashed away looks like it's been partially eaten probably by this creature stuck in the murky water
2: Okay, there's two corpses. Do you want the second one? Good. No. But
1: I suppose it'd be only polite to thank you for the offer.
2: No problem.
1: We try to
4: drag that... uh
1: Yeah, what part of the room is the corpse in?
3: Just for my own non-visual edification.
4: Uh,
0: it's on the, the north side of the room in the pool.
3: Okay, cool.
4: Thank you. We want to try to drag it to shore, see if we can, if Kira knows it like she did the other one.
2: I'm fine with that. Like, mildly traumatic, but you know.
0: Dragging this body up out of the water, um, it's in much worse shape than Parda. Uh, Looks like the uh, creature has eaten most of it. It's not really recognizable
3: anymore.
2: I guess it's good you killed this thing.
3: Does it look like Connor?
2: I don't know.
4: Yeah, what's. Can we tell what species it is, at least? Is there, like, enough skin left to know if it was, like, a human, elf, half orc? It was humanoid, um.
0: But it. The flesh is pretty ruined. It's not anything dramatically different from human, but it's hard to say.
4: Vargas will, uh, rifle through its, uh, clothes, I guess.
0: Um, well, what's left of its belongings, uh, mostly a ruined, any armor this person was wearing has been sort of shredded by the monster. Um, uh, but in the belt pouch, uh, this person has, uh, 42 gold, a silver holy symbol with a, um, what looks like a sort of scythe made of bones, uh, as the symbol, and, um, two, uh, potions.
4: I'd like to roll a Knowledge Religion on that, and I was about to say I'd give the potions to Asher to roll an Alchemy, but that's not exactly going to work.
3: Maybe I could smell them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Perception-based checks on potions are tasting slash smelling, so I wouldn't see why Asher... I mean, it's up to Sam, but I wouldn't see why Asher wouldn't have that as an
4: alchemist. Yeah. Does a uh, 12 tell us anything about the bone scythe uh, knowledge religion? Um, A 12 knowledge religion Um,
0: tells you that I misspoke and it's actually a bone pick and that appears to be the um, symbol of the, of Zyphus, the god
4: of accidental death
0: which would make this an
4: unholy symbol. And I kind of look at and he goes, this is either extremely ironic or the gods have a very odd
1: sense of humor. What do you make? Yes, what'd you find? This uh, man,
4: woman, per se whoever it was that this creature attacked before us, had the holy symbol of the god of accidental death on their body. They sound, uh,
3: pretty religious if you ask me. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm blind still. Nothing's funny.
1: because it's difficult to determine how devout they are by their means. Uh, but what are those potions that you've put before my nose. Perhaps I can recognize them.
4: Yeah, so he'll he'll those over to Asher to test that.
1: It's an 11 on the Neapolitan ice cream dice, bringing it up to a 16 craft alchemy.
0: 16 craft alchemy will tell you these are two Cure Light Wounds potions, so replacing two out of three of the ones you just burned.
1: Ah, Cure Light Wounds again. Those apparently will come in rather usefully. Uh, since we've used three.
4: Vargas will not use one of those because he had to burn two, so he's going. Well, I was going to say, you two can hold on to them. Uh, Vargas, you've
3: been in two of these two fights, and while I'm not exactly a, a man of melee prowess, I've yet to land a blow. I. would I, you know, I'd hate to hold on to one of these. Even if I am just pouring it in your passed out mouth, which I cannot see, as I am still blind. So hold on to
4: that. And Vargas will, uh, look in and goes, are you sure? Yeah, just... I'm in your debt already for the previous one. Mate, does it look
3: like I've done much of the heavy lifting since we've gotten in here? Uh, I'd say we're about even. Just uh, call it an investment in my own future as well. Hang on to one of the potions then.
2: Thanks.
0: Okay. And as we're uh, sitting here in this uh, dank cavern far below the surface of the hill, and uh, two of the four party members are blind, possibly permanently, I'm going to bed. Uh, so we will see you in episode
1: three. I hope I can see you in episode three.
2: Be around. Hard against
1: the machine.
0: the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by your own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you can enjoy the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. But luckily
3: we're not a band or uh, anything that requires rhythm at all. Just a bunch of nerds in a fantasy land.